As a $1.9 trillion extra spending bill makes its way through Congress, the IRS is preparing to issue a third round of stimulus payments to individuals. Meantime, it's got a tax filing season to deal with. To staff up call centers to support a surge in taxpayer questions, the agency is asking Congress for, you guessed it, additional money. It also wants more for modernizing its information technology. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has the latest. The IRS received tens of millions of tax returns in the first few days of this year's filing season. IRS Commissioner Chuck Reddick told members of the House Appropriations Committee the agency received 55 million tax returns by the end of the filing season's first weekend. But, he said, the agency started this year's filing season on February 12th, slightly later than usual. We opened the filing season slightly later than in previous years to give us additional time to do additional programming and testing of our systems. And we're confident in the systems and in the status that we find ourselves in today. The IRS is bringing more employees back to the office to process tax returns, open mail, and make sure eligible Americans receive their economic impact payments. Reddick said the IRS has opened the possibility of extending this year's filing season like it did last year, but he said he currently doesn't see the need to extend the deadline. We have no present plans to extend the filing season. That Keep in mind, it creates a lot of confusion for taxpayers. It also backs up the Internal Revenue Service. As many of you know, for over a month, we actually shut down our systems to import stuff from the prior year so we can have a smooth filing season in the succeeding year. And so we have our eyes on it. We're aware of it. We're aware of people who are asking for it. The IRS is also prepared to issue a third round of stimulus payments if Congress approves it in the latest round of pandemic spending. The IRS has issued more than 300 million EIPs worth more than $400 billion. Reddick said the IRS learned lessons from the first round of EIPs that improved the rollout of the second wave of stimulus payments. The IRS and Treasury Department, for example, issued second-round EIPs through direct deposit just two days after former President Donald Trump signed the pandemic spending bill on December 27th. If Congress approves the Biden administration's request to give eligible individuals a third pandemic stimulus payment of $1,400, Reddick said the IRS is prepared to handle the third wave of payments. We learned a lot in EIP-1 that we applied in EIP-2 that we think prepares us should Congress and the White House President Biden enact an EIP-3. We think we're prepared to appropriately serve the American people. But we know that we can do more and we know that we're being called upon to do more and more. And let me assure you that our employees want to do more. We take our tasks to heart. We appreciate the privilege and the opportunity that we have to actually represent the people of this country, and we will not let you down. To enable IRS employees to do more, Reddick is calling on Congress to provide the agency with enough resources to pay for workforce training required under the Taxpayer First Act and multi-year funding to support the agency's six-year IT modernization plan. The IRS, in a recent report, estimated it will need $4 billion in multi-year funding over the next five years to meet its goals under the legislation and its IT modernization plan. Reddick told lawmakers last November that IT modernization efforts remain underfunded and are falling behind schedule. Funding, staffing, training are critical. Multi-year, consistent, adequate funding is critical. One-year funding not followed up the next year does put a stress on our resources as we end up having to borrow from one, to the extent we can, borrow from one side to help fund another portion of the agency. We are an administrative agency. We don't choose our challenges, but I'm confident in our people, but we need the support, both financial and staff and training, and we need to have it in an ongoing manner as long as we're called upon to do any of these challenges. 
Congressman Mike Quigley, chairman of the Financial Services and General Government Subcommittee, said the expanded IRS role as a benefits provider during the pandemic has pushed the agency to its limits. In a normal year, providing quality customer service and timely refunds is a challenge, but these tasks are now compounded and the IRS is stretched thin. With more employees required to work in the office during the filing season, Quigley said it's crucial the IRS adhere to COVID-19 safety protocols and communicate with the National Treasury Employees Union on COVID concerns. Reddick says he's worked closely with NTU President Tony Reardon. During much of 2020, I was on weekly calls with Tony Reardon, who's president of NTU, and uh, we were totally in sync in terms of protecting our employees and recognizing the, the duty that we had to the country. The agency had a maximum of 61,000 employees teleworking during the pandemic, and its IT department gave thousands of customer service representatives the equipment needed to work remotely. But Congress cut the IRS budget by about 20% over the past decade and has seen its workforce decrease by 33,000 employees during the same period of time. Those workforce cuts impact all areas of the agency's operations. The IRS, for example, has nearly 14,000 customer service representatives who answer the phone when taxpayers call the agency, but only about half of callers get through to a live representative. For the IRS to answer 75% of the calls it receives, Reddick said the agency would need about 20,000 call center employees, which comes with added costs. Every 10% increase in level of service is $100 million. The IRS also doesn't have its full call center workforce. FEMA has about 200 of them on loan to respond to the winter storm in Texas. Reddick said FEMA can pull as many as 2,000 IRS call center employees to support its response to hurricanes, wildfires, and other natural disasters. Reddick said the agency is also expanding its use of chatbots, which allow call center employees to answer four times as many taxpayer questions as if they picked up the phone. One CSR can answer one phone call at a time. And during the pandemic, I should add, our phone call time has gone to like 17 minutes from 12 minutes because the issues are more complex and the people who call in want to talk and we want our people to talk frequently. We are their only contact with the government. But I will say in terms of chatbot, one CSR can handle one phone call, but they can handle four incoming on the chatbot. So the ability to leverage the people we have is also very important. Workforce shortages have also limited what the enforcement side of the agency can do. The IRS eased up on its enforcement activity during the pandemic last year as part of a People's First initiative. But Reddick said the agency didn't pull back on enforcement activity for high-income taxpayers. However, Reddick said the agency needs more experienced revenue agents to pursue some of its biggest cases. A hiring freeze from 2011 to 2018, however, has created significant workforce challenges. I can't hire a revenue agent and then the next year have that person be with five years of experience trained to go out against the high-income taxpayer communities. And also it takes our more experienced people offline to train the people that we do hire. It becomes very difficult. So staffing, you know, taking a look at us and providing support in terms of staffing, uh, funding for training and, uh, and overall funding. You guys have been great. The Appropriations Committee has been, I think, superb. I couldn't ask for more and our people appreciate it. And um, keeping us in that lane, I think, would help. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Check out Tori's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Love Target? Well, you're about to love it even more. With Target Red Card, you'll save 5% every day, in-store and online. Find the red card that's right for you, whether it's debit, credit, or Target's new Red Card Reloadable, which doesn't require an existing bank account or credit check. 
With Target Red Card, you'll get exclusive deals and free shipping on most items. Visit Target.com slash Red Card to get all the details. It's always a great day to save. Restrictions apply. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash Podcast One to learn more and start your free trial.